God bless you, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmar Navarro, and I am your host. Today's statement, the power of the spoken word. Your words carry weight. Your words are valuable. What you have to say can either build somebody up or tear them down. Can bring encouragement or can bring edification, can bring comfort, can bring peace, can bring fear, can bring faith. And this is just me speaking from my heart. I haven't even begun today with the marksman prophet. Uh, I have a whole bunch of scripture, but I'll say today's bullseye scripture is Proverbs 18.21. Power of life and death are in the tongue, and those who love it shall eat the fruit of it. Wrong attitudes when it comes to speaking. Speaking words that are rough, words that irritate. Proverbs 15 and 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. I lived that scripture out many times in my walk. I've learned this, you know, when I worked in a call center. I learned that, you know, you cannot uh, escalate the situation. You have to de-escalate it. And the only way to de-escalate a, a conversation that has become an argument is by you lowering your voice and speaking in a tone that will bring the other place to the level that you're at. You know, it's it's foolish to to fight with a child. The Bible says you fight with, you argue with a fool and you end, might end up in his foolishness. So you got to walk in wisdom. And even when it comes to an argument, sometimes uh, let the other person be right. Humility is better than being right. Humility and peace is better than being right, um, you know, and coming together in a place of agreement, a place of love, right? The two, or two, touch, two or three touch and agree on anything, it will be established. So a soft answer turns away wrath. I experienced it with my brother one time. My brother was really angry. This was when I lived in New Jersey. My brother, um, he was very angry and he wanted to, to fight me. And I went in prayer. The Lord told me, go and tell him that I love him and I don't like to see him when he's mad like that. And my brother wanted to fight me and he was younger than me and he wanted to punch me. And I, what I did, I embraced him and I said, you know what? Um, I don't like to see you angry. God doesn't like to see you angry. And, and it hurts God when you're, when you're angry. And you know, he said, he said, you're right. And instead of me yelling with him or screaming with him or meeting him at the place of anger and frustration, I came to a place that I, I lowered myself. I humbled myself so I wouldn't, so it would disarm Pride, because many times when there's contention, with there's fighting, is because there's pride, there's frustration, there's uh, contention due to an offense. So you, when you humble yourself and you ask for forgiveness and you go lower, and the person seeing that you're not arguing is like, why they're not arguing with me? It's just wisdom that God gives us. So a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It's like adding, you know, fuel uh, to the fire. It's adding wood to the fire, you know. So like a soft answer quenches that wrath, that anger, that frustration, that contention. Proverbs 18 verse 6 says, A fool's lips enter into contention and his mouth calls for blow. You know, growing up, you know, there would be situations that you say something wrong and then you get punched in the face. And and uh, that would happen because your mouth, you weren't speaking with wisdom. You're, you're speaking very, you know, you're speaking 
out of frustration and out of your emotions because you spoke out of your emotions. It caused you to get hurt and it caused harm. So when you're speaking, you have to speak with wisdom. You, you have to speak with wisdom to whoever you're speaking to, respect people, respect elders, respect leaders, speak with wisdom because not everybody's going to be in the spirit. Some people are going to attack you in the flesh. So just I'm sharing some wisdom here. Proverbs 12 and 18. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. You know, there's words that we can say, you know, that, that saying like sticks and stones, may break my bones, but words do not hurt. Words actually hurt. Words actually is what affects us the most because with, the, with words, you can bless somebody, you can curse somebody, you can speak life, you can speak death, right? Like a Proverbs uh, 18, 21. So I'm sharing this with you all because it's very important to know that your words could be like piercing swords and you might be, it's like an offense. When you say something wrong to somebody, and it rubs in the wrong way, it's an offense. So what it has to do, that dagger or that sword needs to be removed because your words are like swords. The, the Bible says that out of God's mouth comes out a sword. And the Bible says that we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word, his words of spirit and life. So we speak things, we're able to bring an offense. When we bring an offense, that's why the Bible says it's hard to win an offended brother. It's like, it's like walls of uh, bars of or, or, or on a castle, you can't get in it. It's very difficult, but it's the glory man to forgive an offense quickly. So when you when you hurt somebody, you offend somebody, go and apologize. Go and ask for forgiveness. Don't give room to the enemy. It says, be angry, but sin not. Do not let the sun go down on you, nor give place to the devil. I don't know why God has, has me here right now as I'm starting this, but don't let swords, don't let things, because what happens is that many people are walking around with daggers and swords in their back. And those people have been backstabbing you, speaking bad about you, and you don't even know it. Why? Because they got jealous of you. They got envious. In this season, God's going to be promoting. I feel the Lord. God's going to be promoting people. God's going to be elevating people. God's going to be bringing people before. Uh, uh, it's their time of promotion, uh, greater wealth, greater uh, uh, connections, uh, greater uh, uh, people, and metron in the sphere of influence and, and power and authority. And, and God's going to give these people, this, God is promoting people in this hour. God is doing a change of the guards in this hour. So I'm saying this, you have to walk with wisdom. When you're before people of great stature, your gift is going to make room before great men, but your character is going to keep you there. How you act and how you speak, you got to speak in a way that you honor and you respect you know, where God has brought you forth. David was a man who spoke with wisdom. You know, we got to speak. The Bible talks about Daniel. He had light, he had counsel, he had understanding, and he had wisdom. And, and so wisdom brought Daniel before the king. Wisdom brought uh, an understanding and counsel brought Joseph before the Pharaoh. Why am I saying this to you today? Because you got to speak with wisdom. You cannot just be tearing down. See, your words... You, you got to speak words of life or promote health that bring healing to the body, healing to the soul. Because you could say something that, that can restore a soul. It's like the Bible talks about a refreshing water, right? A refreshing water, how, how good is, a, is, is like a cold drink. It refreshes your soul. Those words that you have, they're going to promote health. They're going to bring health. So in this time, in this season, God's going to bring you, God's going to elevate certain people who are listening to this. God is promoting you. There's going to be a greater level of financial 
gain that God's taking you in and you need this financial gain to be able to, to help expand the kingdom and help people in the kingdom. It's not for you. It's, it's to take care of the, of the kingdom. And as you take care of the kingdom, God's going to take care of you and your family. But you got to be wise. You got to be a good steward of it. I don't know why God has me here, but I can't, I can't move from this place. But he has me here right now. So I'm saying this right now. There's a promotion that's happening. Even as you hear this word, I, I release this word over you. Promotion is here. You are prepared. You are well equipped for it. This is your time. You've been humble in secret. And God who sees in secret is rewarding you openly. So the Lord is elevating you in this time and this season. And God is bringing you before great men because you've been walking in a place of humility. You've been walking in a place of compassion. You've been walking in a place of sacrifice. So in this time and this season, you're going to see the favor of God increase upon your life like never before. Favor with businessmen and businesswomen, but entrepreneurs. God's going to bring you before people who've been in the kingdom for a while. People who've been ministering the gospel for a while. People who've been seasoned in the things of God. You're going to start to see God's to start open doors for some of you that are listening to this word. You know who's going to be for it because this word going to hit you like a ton of bricks. It's going to be weighty and it's going to touch you with the fire and the presence of God and the anointing of God because in this hour, God is anointing people like in the story of David, there was a there was a horn of oil from a ram's horn that was used to anoint David and the Davids are arising. There's a new kings that are arising. There's new kings that are arising. There's new worshipers that are arising. There's new pastors that are arising. There's new priests that are arising. Come on, people of God. There's new apostles, prophet, teacher, and evangelists who are arising. There's new entrepreneurs who are arising. Rising. There's new businessmen and businesswomen who are rising. You are rising for such a time as this. Uh, the Lord is promoting you in this time and this season. Step into it. God is with you. Do not be afraid of the unknown. Do not be afraid of the new things that I'm bringing you forth. Uh, step into it because my hand will be with you. My presence will be with you. My wisdom, my counsel, my understanding will be with you. And my spirit and my wisdom and my anointing will be with you. You are chosen. You are separated. And you are called. You are appointed. My hand is upon you. My hand of faith my hand of goodness and my glory will go before you for I am with you thank you Jesus Proverbs 16 and 13 righteous lips are the light of a king and he who, who loves him listen to that righteous lips are the delight of a king and he loves him who speaks what is right you see what I told you what you're gonna say is very important what you have to say to people is is so important especially people who, 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 you know, they've gone through some suffering. That's why they are where they're at. God promoted them. Bible says God raises one up and brings down another. He raises kings and he brings down others. So this is the time of, 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 of a season of the change of the guards. Speaking light words without thinking, without knowledge. These are words that are, that are very, you speak very presumptuously, very quickly. Proverbs 13 and 13 says, He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Speaking words that are irreverent or disrespectful. Malachi 2.17. You have wearied the Lord with your words, yet you say, in what have we wearied him? And that you say, everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them. Or where is the God of justice? Malachi 3.13 and 18. Your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked on as mourners before the Lord of hosts? So now we call the proud blessed for those who do wickedness are raised up. They even tempt God and go free. A book of remembrance. Then those who fear the Lord's 
those who fear the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on that day that I make them my jewels and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. In this time and this season, God is increasing his reverence, his fear like never before. Speaking words that are deceiving, seductive, flattery, fake, etc. A person who flatters his neighbor is spreading a net, a net for him to step into. Speaking words that are deceiving, seductive, flattery, fake, etc. Proverbs 29, 5 through 6. A person who flatters his neighbor is spreading a net for him to step into. To an evil person, sin is bait in a trap, but a righteous person runs away from it and is glad. We see this in the story of Jesus that the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they would call him master. And the Bible says that Jesus knew what was in their heart. They, Jesus knew that they were trying to set him up with a trap when they were flattering him with their tongue. Jesus had discernment. So you have to be discerning like never before and discern what are the words that are coming out of people's mouth. If they're truly speaking from a place of honor or they're speaking from a place of just want to flatter your flatter you speak to you things that are uh that are just that tickle your ear that they're, they're, they're pleasing and, and 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 but it's not really what god is speaking to you about what, what who god is speaking to to you who you are you know so i want to speak to you today about be careful with flattery words be careful with the the bible talks about in the book of proverbs about the flattery woman right the woman who who, who, who uses flattery to set a man and, and, and to fall into to soul you know, and, and he loses his bread, you know, and that means the finances, like he, he's stripped of everything because of her flattery tongue. It was a flattery tongue that was used against Eve in the story of Adam and Eve. So let's continue here. Romans 16, 17 through 19. Now I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause dissensions and obstacles contrary to the doctrine you have learned. Avoid them. For such people do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own appetites. They deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting with smooth talk and flattering words. Come on, remember that song, Smooth Operator? These people are smooth operators. They know what to say. You know, they know what to say at the moment. They know what to say to get your attention. And, you know, I'm saying this today. Be careful with these smooth operators, these flattery tongues, and this seductive tongue, you know, trying to cause division. They're led by their appetites. They're led by the desires. They're not, they're led by lust. It's, it's lust that, that, that leads them. It's not the spirit of God that's leading them. Because as much as led by the spirit of God, those are the sons of God. They're not led by the spirit of God. They're led by lust and their strong desires. So I want to encourage you, be on the lookout for the flattery tongue in this hour. People coming to you with flattery tongue. 2 Peter 2.18 deceptions of false teachers but when they speak great swelling words of emptiness see these words are empty 
These words are empty. When a true prophetic voice is speaking to you, those words are going to carry weight, conviction, the fear of God, a repentance. It's going to cause your heart to turn back to God. It's going to cause you to go into a place of humility and a place of like, wow, thank you, God, the goodness of God, and that leads you to repentance. So when, when there's a true prophetic word that's being released through a vessel, whether it be through a, a prophet or an apostle, a teacher, evangelist, a pastor, I'm talking about a prophetic word. But, but when the word is being released, it's going to carry the weight, the conviction, the presence of God. But it's going to carry that, that conviction. It's not going to be empty words. Your words have weight. I said in the beginning of this podcast, your words have worth. So let me read that again. 2 Peter 2.18. For when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who've actually escaped from those who live in error, speaking a lot without wisdom. This is very important. We, I said it in 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 the like few minutes ago. We got to speak with wisdom. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. We got to speak with wisdom. In the book of Job, it says that we'll, you will decree a thing, and it will be established. In the book of Isaiah 42, verse 9, it says that new things are springing forth and God will have you declare them before they happen. He's going to have you declare them, but you got to be in tune with the spirit. You got to be connected to the spirit so you can speak with wisdom. Because there's a lot of people who are prophesying and they're prophesying. They have an anointing to prophesy, but they are lacking the wisdom. They are lacking the instruction of the Lord. They are lacking. So in this hour, we got to pray for wisdom, especially in the prophetic, that God will give his prophetic vessels, his prophets, the wisdom to release the instruction of the Lord. Proverbs 21 verse 23. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from trouble. That's very important. Proverbs 19 and 2. Also is not good for a person to be without knowledge. And he who hurries with his feet acting impulsively and proceeding without caution or analyzing the consequences sins or misses the mark. So you got to have knowledge. You got to have wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. So you got to have knowledge first in order to have wisdom. You got to speak with wisdom because it's wisdom that's going to bring you before important people. And this is not this is not to 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 get your ego up. I'm saying God is doing this in this hour. God is raising up people because you have something that a, a general needs, a king needs, a president needs, a mayor needs, somebody in government needs. You have the word of the Lord. You have the counsel of the Lord. You have the ways of God. You have the instruction of God. You have something to say that's going to make a great impact. You, this is the, this is, come on people of God. This message is about the power of your words and the power of the words are coming out of me. Because we got to speak life. Speak those things that are, though they're not as though they are. We got to speak life to the dry bones. Even when we're seeing chaos. Even when we're seeing doom and gloom. Even when we're seeing things that, that we're headed to war. Even when we're seeing things that, that things are getting ready to, to be shaken up. And we're seeing all these things. We got to speak life. What is God saying? 
It's very easy to know what the enemy is doing. Just look at the news. But what is the good news saying? What is the Bible saying? What is the gospel saying in this hour? What is, what is the Lord revealing to you in this hour? What is the strategy from heaven? What is the perspective of the Father in this time like never before? What is God showing you, watchmen? Watchmen, are you watching? Watchmen, are you seeing? Watchmen, are you sounding the trumpet? Who am I speaking to today? I want to tell you today, God wants me to tell you, speak life even though there might be death. Speak blessing even though there might be poverty. You have to speak the opposite. God said, will I hide this from my friend Abraham? When it came to Sodom and Gomorrah, that was a judgment that was coming. And, and, and he stood before God. Abraham stood before God. Come on, people of God. He said, is there 50 righteous, 40 righteous, 30 righteous, 10 righteous? Come on. He had God's attention. We don't only see that. We see that with David. We see that with Moses. Moses stood before God. God is looking for people to stand in the gap. Yes, you can see that the enemy is planning stuff. That the spirit of the Antichrist has been from the foundation of the world. We see the spirit of the Antichrist rising like never before. But what is the Lord saying? Come on, people of God. The effect of our words. Our words edify or destroy. Proverbs 25 verse 9 through 11. Argue your case with your neighbor himself before you go to court. And do not reveal another secret. Or he who hears it will shame you. And the rumor about you and your action in court will have no end. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken at the right time. And God is raising up prophetic vessels and prophetic voices and and, and, and prophets of God, they are going to prophesy based not just the out-of-season word, but an in-season word. For the season, the time, the dates, the, the months, the, the days within the year, they're going to prophesy words within the season. Because through a prophetic word, seasons change. Through a prophetic word, there's an acceleration. There's a change of season where one person could go from poverty to riches. One person could go from promotion to, 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 to not being promoted. Through a prophetic word. We see that in the story of Daniel when Daniel interpreted the writing on the wall. Well, come on. We see it different times in the Bible. What am I saying to you today? Your words have power to edify or destroy. We see that in Jeremiah chapter 1. He gave, he, God told him to speak words that were built up, tear down, demolish. Words that would uh, will be planted. Words that, come on, that will edify. He told that to Jeremiah to speak to kingdoms and, and nations. He was called to be a prophet to nations. See, if God's taking you to nations, you got to know the language of the nations. you got to know the culture of the nations. you got to know the people of the nations because you cannot speak the same words. you got to be studied. you got to be rooted. you got to learn where you're going. you got to know what's going on in the atmosphere. you got to know the spiritual climate. you got to know the spiritual atmosphere, people of God. Our words bind us or loose us. Proverbs 6, 2 to verse 3. If you have been snared, you have been snared with the words of your lips. You have been trapped by the speech of your mouth. That's verse 2. Verse 3. Do this now, my son, and release yourself from the obligation since you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go humble yourself and plead with your neighbor to pay his debt and release you, right? The words ensnared you. I said this earlier. You got to walk in humility in this time and this season. The Spirit of the Lord came upon me on Sunday night. 
And the Lord said that he was raising up the, this is the time that he, the, the, the humble he's raising up. This is a time of humility. We're going to see a humbling like never before. And we're going to see it like never before. There's a humbling that's happening in this time, in this season. Matthew 18, 15 through 18. God's going to, let me go back to this. He's not letting me get off this topic. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He's going to be giving grace to the humble. He's going to be exalting the humble. And due season, due season is now for many people. God is seeing your humility and God is elevating you. Matthew 18, 15 through 18. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I will words bless or curse others. James 3, 8 and 10. But no man can chain the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our God and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not to be so. In this hour, God is going to be washing mouths. In this hour, God's coming with a soap. Yes, and the Bible talks about in the book of Isaiah about a soap, a cleansing soap. God's going to be, I believe God's going to be coming with a soap to be cleansing mouths, to be to, to be cleansing the filthy mouths, those who be speaking death when God is speaking life. And there's many people who have been speaking you know, opposite, I was reading the story of, of Micaiah and he only spoke what the Lord had him to speak. You know, Balaam, they were Balaam, they were trying to prostitute Balaam to speak what um what the what Balak wanted him to speak, but he ended up speaking what God he said, I will only speak what the Lord has me to speak. And he ended up blessing Israel when when they wanted to curse the Balak wanted to curse Israel. See, I'm telling you today, people of God, your tongue is not your own. Your tongue belongs to the Lord. Your tongue belongs to God. What the Lord is going to say through your mouth, especially if you're a prophet, your tongue belongs to God. You are a mouthpiece. A mouthpiece in the natural guards the teeth, guards the mouth, guards the wisdom, guard, guards the mouth. Come on, people of God. You are a mouthpiece. You're, you're speaking on behalf of the Lord. You are his representative on this earth. You are representing him and what he called you to do. So you got to speak. You got to be slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to wrath. You got to listen. Put your ears closest to his mouth and to his heart that, that you may hear what he has to say to you. Step into the counsel of God. Many of you are not in the counsel of God. You hear something and you're running with it, but you're not hearing the whole message. Our words reveal what's in our hearts. Matthew 15, 16 and 19. So Jesus said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever entered the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. Let me read that again. Verse 18 and 19. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart 
and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Have you been guarding your heart? Is there an offense in your heart? Have you been giving your heart to the Lord? The Bible says that as water reflects the face, so the heart reflects the life. You know, have you given your heart to the Lord and you're delighting in his ways? The Bible says, my son, give me your heart and delight in my ways. How does a young man keep himself pure? By keeping and obeying his law. Like Deuteronomy 30 verse 14 says, nay, is not my word near your heart and in your mouth. So you may do it. You may obey it. So the word of God is near your heart and in your mouth. You're speaking it. So you may obey it. What am I speaking to today? I want to encourage you. Your heart has to be pure. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see through the eyes of God. They shall see people through the eyes of God. They shall see through the lens of God. And I pray even now that those who are listening to me, if your heart has been defiled, if your heart has been a bitter, if your heart has an offense, I pray that every offense will be uprooted. I pray that pain will be removed. I pray that the suffering and, and, and the anger, the frustration will be uprooted by the presence of God, that the Holy Spirit will come and uproot every pain, every struggle that's, that's been within your heart. And the Lord will bring healing. And the Lord will create in you a pure heart, a clean heart, and a right spirit. And the, and the Lord will give you a whole heart that you may know him. And that as you search him with all your heart, you will find him. So I pray for a new heart. There will be a new heart. According to Ezekiel eleven nineteen. God will give you a new heart of flesh. And he will remove the old heart of stone. And he will pour in you a new spirit. And you will be his people. He will be your God. And you will follow his statutes and his laws. So I pray for a new heart to be released through the Holy Spirit. That God will give you new heart that beats according to his rhythm his heart matthew 12 33 and 35 either make the tree good and its fruit good or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad for a tree is known by its fruit brood of vipers how can you being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Simple. The word of God is simple. It's understood. Last verse I have for today. Our words will judge us one day. Matthew 12, 36 and 37. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. The power of the word. The power of your words was today's message. I thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmar Navarro. Until next time, bye-bye.